testing 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 16, 17, 18, test. Testing, testing, test, test. So, I'm fully doing a podcast. Wow, okay. Hi! Welcome to If The Calls Could Talk. I am your host, for me, and I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> ah, this is a podcast about everything hair. So, how did this even come about? I... I'm a hairstylist and I really love natural hair. So I do everything that has to do with, okay, let me not say I do everything, um, with, with my capacity um, and this, the stage that I'm at, I'll say, because I'm still growing and learning. I just do natural hair, just being creative with natural hair, protective styling. I love seeing natural hair grow. I really love it. Um, and just in that journey, I've met so many amazing people, so many cool conversations about just our hair and there's always been that trend I have found which has been I've been going through stuff and this is why my hair's like this or my history with my hair has not been great and this is why I'm here now like there's there's always a story connected to us and our hair male and female like everybody had something because we need to do something to our hair this is the thing there's one thing i say yeah is hair is always going to be around so far as there are people there's hair so therefore you are always gonna have something that you need to do to your hair and it requires thought it requires intentionality even when you're not bothered you're there's intentionality behind that because you really have to decide that I'm just not going to do anything and when it turns out the way it wants to turn out you know the reason why there was intentionality even in you not being bothered and so I just thought I need to talk about this I really want to hear your story I want to know like what have you been through in life that your hair has like been on the receiving end of it and if your curls could talk what would they say? For real? Like, think about it. What would your hair say <laughs> about you, about your treatment to your hair? And as 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 we know, our hair obviously is attached to our body, it's attached to your blood, attached to your hormones, your immune, immune system, everything, everything your hair is attached to. So connected to your body. And so what we do and what we see of our hair is... It, it does reflect on what we're going through. It reflects on our health. It reflects on our mental health. It reflects on how we identify our style, our fashion personality. You know, it, it reflects, there's, there's, there's a small reflection on there. Small, small, small light is shining on your crown. Um, so I really, really want to know. And we're doing this, okay? Doing it. Doing this podcast. And I really want to share stories about hair journeys, different experiences. There's no right or wrong here. It really is you coming into individual perspectives on life and hair. So 
guys if the cows could talk what would they say now i don't know about you but have you ever experienced or heard been told things that is actually not right to say about your hair um or should i say not really encouraging or not really nice just wh- why are we even pointing this out as if it's a bad thing um for example have you been told your hair is too full like that's a problem have you been told the style's not going to work unless you relax your hair was there a time where you wanted to get your hair done and it was a style that did not involve extensions but you were told that it's not going to look nice and you should not even dare try doing it or have you (laughs) gone out with like french braids like two 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 cornrows you know you did the part and was nice middle part you gelled the the around you know the inside around the side edges Mm-mm-mm. and somebody asked you oh when are you doing your hair i mean there's so there's so many there's so many but we have a lot that we can relate to and when you think about it there's so many things that we say to ourselves And we don't realise that it encourages the mindset that our natural hair isn't enough. That we always need to do something to it or, yeah, it's just not enough. Like, you you have to change the entire makeup of your hair in order for something to look nice on your head. Um, Or just going out with your hair as it is, isn't enough. Now, don't get me wrong, guys, don't get me wrong. I know, I know. For a long time now thankfully there has been a lot of awareness when it comes to natural hair we see it everywhere people sharing their knowledge care for your hair love your hair you know what to do what ingredients to use um things that work for short hair things that work for long hair things that work for low porosity that things that work for high porosity things that work for um a z curl an s curl things that work for the the three a to c um group the um the four a to c group like things that work for um color treated hair that is natural things that work for locks things that work for um doing a wash and go, you know, there's a lot of, there is a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, even from like diet, like what to eat, even like the air you breathe and how that affects your hair. So there's a lot of information out there and shout out to every single person who has put information out because I'm telling you, you've helped us, you've helped us. So I'm grateful for how far we've come, but from the conversations I've had with people, we're still going through it. There's individuals who are still recovering, trying to move on from even hating their hair. And you might think that, is it really a big deal? In a way, yeah, you can say that, okay, you're not, it's just hair. You know, this is, this is what we always say. But there always comes a point where you're stressing about it. And there's some people who have made like who have decided to let's say maybe cut their hair or forever I don't know do some sort of treatment to their hair just so they don't stress because like natural hair maintenance it's not easy like this is why we need all the information it's not easy you have to understand your hair and the thing is we have like 
free C free group obviously it even starts from one to be fair because it's it's all hair types from straight to curly um so we have those that we can we can categorize our hair into these things but there's dna guys there's genetics even though your hair might be similar to somebody else's it doesn't mean that their process is good for you even though you both have 4c it doesn't it don't happen that way there's some people who do some serious concoctions of mixtures that work for them (laughs) i mean when the whole rice water thing came out i was like oh okay i will rice water my hair when i tell you that thing did not work on my head i said what a waste of rice i fermented that thing like i fermented i put it in the dark cupboard leave it there for 24 hours even put some um orange pills in there colorful colorful forget me add some apple cider vinegar um and all sorts but that thing did not work and i know i'm not the only one (laughs) guys when i said i even tried what did i even try i can't remember if it was onion paste like i blended the onion no it was onion juice it was onion juice yeah Blend the onion and then you squeeze out the juice, yes. And then you pour it on the hair. Now this is the thing, this I think the onion, the onion actually worked. But one application of the onion water, I couldn't get the smell off for a long time. A long time. So I just had to let it go because it just yeah. I mean if anyone has suggestions, please share. Drop me an email. Help me out. <laughs> Because the onion was good. It's natural sulfur. And the hair needs that. It's really good. So back to what I was saying about our hair. It's it's not one size fits all. And because of that, we're all going through a journey. And this journey is not easy. And there's been some highs and there's been some lows. And some of us are still recovering from the lows. We all start from a different, a different place when it comes to our hair. And that's why I'm doing this. I want to hear everyone's story, as many people as possible. And I hope it encourages because as well as our hair, it's good to understand how we respond to things and how our hair is involved in that. So I'll start off by sharing my little journey. So my hair, yeah, is... I don't know if if I'm right, but okay. My perception of my hair is that it it's not fast growing, and then it's also low porosity. So I, I have I have really tight curls. Um, I say it's four C, but it could in terms of like texture and like how coarse it is. Um, could depend, but then at the same time, density wise, my hair's not dense. I don't have full hair um i mean my hair's even broken it gets so annoying um so i'm trying to i'm trying to revive it (laughs) it's a lot it's actually a lot so my hair journey started like this having natural hair from young um yeah my mum would always do my hair i did not like doing my hair and my dad took pictures to show me so that he can tease me um i just didn't like doing my hair i didn't like sitting down having your hair like pulled (laughs) I didn't like it I didn't like it 
Um, but my mum was really good at natural hairstyles. Um, and yeah, she, she made us look good. She made us look really good. Like, yeah, she did those neat styles. Um, and so yeah, I'd always do that up until year three, I think. Um, so there was one, one time, one day, just, it just takes one day in it where <laughs> my mum was like, yeah, we're going to relax your hair. On, I think it was naturalize. Now, is it, okay, I don't know if it's just me, but before, before relax, I heard the term relax. I swear I heard re- naturalize. We're going to naturalize your hair. I don't think, I don't think that, yeah, I don't think she understood the term properly. So my mum used to have Jericho's. Um, no, I don't know if this is where it came from, where she got the idea from, but, um, we basically got a Jericho activator and what she did was let's say there's step um six steps so she basically did step one two four or something yeah because all she did was use use the use the jericho um cream thing to straighten her hair and then just stop there so then she then washed it out with and obviously with the neutralizer shampoo i haven't done this in so long but yeah, you understand what I'm saying. So she she did like steps one to four. And yeah, that's her hair done. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my gosh, I have straight hair. <laughs> so I went to, for the most part, I went to a predominantly um, white school. So um, I was like the only black girl in my class for quite a while, up until, up until year five. Yeah, I was the only black girl. So going through that and and seeing kids my age group, but I look completely different and just seeing how they can move their hair. And I'm like, ah, this tickle is not moving. (laughs) Oh dear. So relaxing, well, relaxing or say relaxing my hair. I really was like, oh my gosh, I can comb it. Just the fact that my hair moved where I told it to, I can tie it back and and it stays like down no 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 it was a revelation it was actually a revelation i was shocked but of course my hair broke after some time like what you expect (laughs) the thing broke it broke off now i don't think my mom realized that you're meant to continue to do this is the thing you think that oh once your hair's you've changed it it's gonna stay that way no it's still maintenance even when you relax your hair, you still need to maintain it. It's not, there is no easy way. There's no easy way out of this. When you have hair, you have to look after it, whatever you do. So eventually my hair broke, um, cause I, we did not retouch it from the first time. And I think with my mum as well, like bless her, she's just trying to figure it out too. She's trying to learn, child. We're just trying to, I'm trying to figure out how to do this hair stuff. We're going to save some money. So yeah just kind of my my natural hair just started to grow out and then I then started to learn how to do my hair um sort of fast forward to secondary school I learned how to do my hair um because yeah mum's working because I was from childhood being so used to my mum doing my hair I thought you know what let me just try and learn how to to do my hair because obviously we can't be doing our hair every single week like before we used to do our hair every Saturday um back in the day uh but yeah, doing that, doing extensions, 
So now I'm in a school where I'm not the only black person. And I mean, my idea of my hair, so from from primary school, I mean, the thoughts, the perception I had of my hair was that it just wasn't, it wasn't nice. It always needed to be done or covered or yeah, like just never leave your hair out because you'll just look rough. And it was kind of more of like embarrassment. It was the fear of, yeah, the kids looking at me and laughing. Why does your hair look like that? You know, them ones. Um, so going to secondary school now, I wasn't the only black person. And it was really cool. Like, I loved that. And it was kind of almost, almost a culture shock as well. So before year 11, I found out about texturizing. Okay, so not relaxer because the things I always love my curls. I have to say I did always love having curly hair, and it, I don't. Know, I kind of felt like it was part of my mm, identity. Like I identify with always having curly hair. When everybody has straight hair, I have curly hair. Maybe that goes back to from like being the only black person in my class for a while. So I'm I'm used to being that person and just. By force, you just have to embrace it. So I told my mum, like, mum, can I texturize my hair? I think it would make it a bit easier. I can leave my hair in for longer and all this stuff. And my mum was like, mm, I don't know because, like, how are you going to look after it? Is it going to break your hair like last time? And I just tried, I convinced her anyway. Somehow I was just like, let me just texturize my hair. So I went to the shop, bought the texturizer. I was so excited. When I tell you, yeah, that experience, <laughs> never again it was like when I felt like my scalp was eroding no 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 no. I think we left it in for we didn't leave it in for that long we didn't it was after she applied it when she finished applying everything I was like I need to rinse it out like you know when your head is vibrating like no 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 take this out now anyway so relax no sorry not relax texturized it and then yeah I loved like what my hair all those curls they came out loosened the curls everything yes 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 so I was really happy I texturized it and I could do some cool styles I was doing bantu knots um bantu curl bantu knot curl so I would wrap my hair around in a bantu knot and then let it let it out and the curls would be bouncy oh nah it looked good it looked good so that that's what I did in secondary school (laughs) there was also a period where I was straightening my hair like crazy every single day I would straighten my hair because I'll try I wanted to have a fringe of course you want to have a fringe with your natural curly hair so I'll be out here in the morning straightening my hair my friend gave me a straightener grease that thing up fry that thing oh curl it down press it oh yes nice bouncy side bangs that would now shrink up by the end of the day lord have mercy because i didn't know about holding spray or anything like that it was just whatever that would make this thing straight so that's what that's that's me texturizing straightening and eventually I was then working in a hair salon and I needed to get my hair texturized again but they didn't have a texturizer but auntie said we can relax it for you it's the same thing (laughs) I was just like oh okay (laughs) when you don't know so 
my hair went from breaking to straightening to texturize to now oh suddenly it's relaxed just like that okay no problem (laughs) so I've done some unnecessary chemical processing to my hair and as a result of course it will break I think I tried to retouch it once or twice a year I tried to maintain it because I did like how my hair would like I would have the regrowth but just before it starts to break off I'll just um, retouch it but my hair didn't really grow that much as well and oh my gosh the back of my hair nah that thing mm -mm, mm -mm. it was broken there was nothing at the back of my hair how can I forget that that was bad so I'd always do like a bob and you know you just need to cover that side yeah that's what I did cover the side cover the back Mm mm-hmm and so fast forward eventually I just decided to cut it off man cut off the relaxed ends and this was when the natural hair movement was becoming more and more popular it was it was it was rising rising up and I was like do you know what I like my curls I like my afro I want my afro back and so I decided to cut it off and it was such a fun experience like whoa I'm cutting my hair and I guess thinking about it it shows that I had like an attachment to my hair it shows that my my hair was a part of me and we've been through it together uh but yeah cutting off those relaxed ends was was very it was very liberating it was like I'm gonna be me again I love natural hair despite like trying to fit in from primary school trying to do styles that the other girls did you know like my edges would never lay who remembers um that pink gel that not pink it wasn't pink but no was it dark and lovely but it was brown it was a brown gel and (laughs) a lot of girls would use it on their edges if you remember you know if you know you know if you know you know but before before all of these new like gummy gels, um, before jam started to change their thing, I actually really loved jam from the start though. Jam was like the number one gel for me that did not go hard. I really, really loved jam for that. So thank you, jam. Thank you. Um, but yeah, aside from jam, all the other gels, it was just very um it was I think it was very like water based, but it would always flake all the time before eco styler came out i mean eco styler still flakes on my head but anyway um but before eco styler came out before all of these like natural based gels and stuff nah all we had was flaky gels and if it flakes sorry but if it doesn't (laughs) well done you're blessed um i couldn't do any of that so yeah i'm just like nah it's okay man it's really okay so um just going deciding to cut my hair and I loved it I really did I really did love it and the thing is like that cutting my natural my my relaxed hair ends off I had like a low TWA but I loved it still um and what I would do was I would actually put my my hair in four doo-doo plaits and I would go out like that like I'll tuck the braids in I'll tuck it in the ends in and I'll just be like four (laughs) four bumps on my head and I would go out like that And I loved it because it was an identity thing of this is me and I'm going to do it. And you're going to look at me and know that I love my natural hair. That is what it was for me. 
goodness me, so extra. I really, really put effort in embracing my natural hair. And since then, since cutting off my relaxed ends, it was a journey of learning, acceptance. My hair grows how it wants to grow and that's okay. Like there was a point where I was like, do you know what? I probably won't ever have long hair. But so far as my hair's healthy, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. It's fine. So far as my hair's not like being pulled and I'm not, you know, putting tension on my hair, I'm cool. I will rock my hair short and enjoy it. And I really have been. Like my hair is still, yeah, my hair, well, now my hair is like reaching to my neck sort of thing. But right now I'm working on getting everything the same length. So I, do trims as well I did trim my hair I've cut my hair gosh oh no oh god we've been through it we've been through it (laughs) so yeah that's been my hair journey and it it really has been it's really it's been an identity based journey for me because yeah I my hair represents a lot of what I'm thinking about myself where a lot of the times it is like look at my hair and know that I am going to love myself. I am going <laughs> to be proud of how I look. I'm not going to put anything on it. I'm not going to cover it. I'm going to go out like this because this is me. <laughs> now, even though it sounds like, oh, you're, you know, natural hair and proud and stuff like that. In a way, it also shows that there wasn't, there wasn't pride there for me to have to do things in in a very drastic way to basically force myself to go out in my natural hair it also shows um the difficulty the challenges that i have been through mentally and emotionally with being proud of how i look and being able to just go out there like that um and it's crazy because you think damn like we've really made made this into such a big thing that people are really struggling with their hair and just when you add two and two together it's like oh my gosh is it really that deep is it really that deep but the thing is guys even now when I go to work I do think about the hair I'm having when I'm going to work because I'm thinking about Oh, I don't want to be a center of attention. I don't want anybody to look at me. I don't want anybody to ask me no questions. I don't want anybody to be wanting to touch my... Please, 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 please. It's literally a part of us. And generations after generations, (laughs) it's actually followed through where we've now had to think about it and be like, this has to stop here and that's why all of these things natural hair stuff is coming out information so that we can be proud of our hair walking out in our hair and not having to think so much about what people would think or being scared of being judged or the fear of embarrassment that I went through we just have to say no because if we don't stop now then it will follow on to another generation. But can I say that this, the generation below me, Gen Z, the the kids who are in secondary school now, at least I can say, a lot of them are proud of their hair. There is a lot of appreciation for your hair and 
embracing it, doing like cool styles with your natural hair, not trying to hide it. Um, but if you are going to, for example, if you are going to wear a wig, it's for a reason. There's, there's intentionality. So, it, so it, it's, it's okay. I, I, um, want to protect my hair for now sort of thing. I, I just need to cover it cause it's cold. You know what I mean? We need to cover our hair. Um, so there's a lot of intentionality guys and girls whoever i have seen a lot of that appreciation um now it doesn't mean that there's people in the younger generation who are not going through like what i went through for example um but i i do i do see now though that natural hair is embraced a lot more in the young generation and it's amazing i love seeing it um go you guys well done love it so yeah guys that's 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 me in a very uh, messy nutshell very messy nutshell i hope there's something you can relate to and i hope that with the other conversations that i'll be having you can relate to that as well and most importantly i hope it encourages you to embrace your natural beauty embrace your natural hair every single strand of your hair is important every strand even the one that fell off this morning hmm? it's important it's very important so you'll hear from me let people know that there are conversations being had that you don't think you need to have until you have them <laughs> let them know let them know um but yeah i'll see you guys on the flip side in another episode have an amazing week ooh, 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 ooh.